Hello and welcome to Columboys, the podcast all about the methodical, suede Eastern Bloc world of Lieutenant Columbo. I'm Mac, and from days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. The legend of Ben, defender of the universe. A mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Ben's legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, the Galaxy Alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy, Ben was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of space explorers, specially trained and sent by the Alliance to bring back Ben, defender of the universe. Ben, welcome to the show. Hi, Mac. Hi. This week we're taking a look at Columbo Season 2, Episode 7, The Most Dangerous Match. This episode features Lawrence Harvey as the hearing-impaired chess champ who looks like a handsome David Carradine. Oh, I was going to say uh, low-budget Clint Eastwood, but that works yeah, too. not the same. Uh, kind of if you meet in the middle. That's yeah, 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 somewhere up. in there. You take that slider and just... <laughs> Harvey uh, is best known as presidential candidate Raymond Shaw uh, in the original Manchurian Candidate. Uh, oh. At the time, people were seriously concerned that a foreign power interested in destabilizing the West would promote a candidate uh, that they could control. Of course, Mac, the very soon. idea That's... is completely laughable. That's anyway, too soon. Lawrence Harvey died a short eight months after this episode first aired, but still managed to have three credits after Columbo. The guy, the guy worked. Wow. Uh, Lawrence Harvey has died, but he leaves behind him a legacy of fantastic films starring a guy who looks like uh, handsome David Carradine or a low-budget Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did yeah. not realize that he died eight months after the Just, death. yeah, right after. Summit cancer. Well, way to really start this off on a boomer note. <laughs> well, look, hey. Yeah. This is, that's the in-memoriam section of the podcast. It starts up front, and then we have fun afterwards. Okay. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to the fun, I guess. <laughs> Did you not like this one? No, 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 no. I, actually, I did. I, okay. I enjoyed this. Uh, he's, he's he was a really great villain. Yes. Um, he's he's very hateable. I didn't think his motivations were particularly clear. Yeah. Well, so he just didn't. He. We should we should probably go through it. But I definitely. Well, I definitely just right off the cuff. I want to agree with you in that. Like, I I I could read what they were trying to go for. Yeah. But it wasn't. Um, yeah. It, it, it's not as clear as most of the murderers. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, he's he's kind of a uh, a bit of a, just kind of a jerk. Seems yeah. like he murders this guy just because he's an asshole. Yeah. And and it's really like, I I think what they were trying to, because, well, so, so the episode begins with like this crazy dream sequence where he is on a human-sized chessboard freaking out and... Uh, having nightmares about the guy that he's going to play against. Yes, kind of looks like the scene from the first Harry Potter. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, only 70s. Only very low, low much lower 70s. budget. After which he wakes up and he is um, shirtless Let, but wearing pants let's and, talk and a about the, blue um, terry cloth robe. That's can we talk for a second about the, the king? I guess it's meant to be the king yeah. that has a very terrible... Uh, Someone has done a very terrible statue of the of the victim's face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. on the of king. Dudek. Yeah, it's really it's a real bad statue. It's very bad. It I, looks it looks I really feel... a lot more like Wilford Brimley than it does. <laughs> it does like a young Wilford Brimley. I I I mean I I feel for the props team because you know 
that's that's quite an ask. Like, hey, I mean, uh, yeah. we need you to replicate this guy. Uh, no, you cannot do <laughs> a plaster mold of his face. Right. They. Uh, I mean, they've they've gone they've gone out of their way, you know, to create replicas. We saw the the wax figures certainly in yeah. a couple episodes back. That's true. Were very. But that elaborate. was was that not uh, Tussaud? I don't think in that? that they actually were. I think that may have just been the props department. Okay. But it may have been like a wax figure house at the very least. Right. So I don't know. Hard no, I thought that. I thought that that actual location was a... Was well, the, out, the exteriors were. The right. interiors were filmed in, in California. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, it probably wasn't too... Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it was. I would be as well. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that sequence is kind of amazing. And um, <laughs> and a really weird way to start out. It really is. You don't it's really extremely know confusing. And then yes. he falls out of bed and he's like sweaty. I mean, again, if you slept in a terry cloth robe, well, you would probably... He's wearing a pants, mm-hmm. like slacks. Yeah. And a, and a robe. Yeah. And no shirt. And no shirt. And he appears to be sleeping on top of the covers of the bed. Yes. So well, this is like a... It well, seems like this guy was drinking. Yeah. In <laughs> fairness... fell asleep yeah, while drinking. You would also sleep on top of the covers if you were wearing a terry cloth robe because you would be so hot. Yeah. If you were well, he's very sweaty up. when he gets up. Oh, His yeah. chest is glistening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, let's just go through the uh, through the plot real quick then. Um, yeah, so he so he has a nightmare. Um, he, uh, he's he's about Mr. To, Clayton. He's due for a match. Uh, he's against, the world champion chess person. Yes. And there are, the rumor is, or the stories are, that the only reason he is the world chess champion is because this guy, Dudek, Got sick got five years ago. Five years ago, had medical issues and had to retire. We later learned that he got diabetes. I'm not entirely sure how diabetes would stop you from being a chess champion. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have gotten <laughs> extremely ill and like been in very bad shape and needed. Possibly. I mean, yeah. at this point, it may have been like an onset thing where he was hospitalized because he didn't know he had diabetes exactly. or something like that. But uh, at this point, he seems fine. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's so fine that like he can go and and have like horrible. Uh, well, out of out of uh, out of diet. diet. Yeah, yeah. He's sneaking out. Doesn't really to seem to be affecting escargot, which is just a vehicle for butter and garlic. Yeah, that's good for you. I mean, I'm sure it's delicious. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So um, so they wind up having a couple of late night matches, and it's one it's one late night match. I uh, well, it's well. I don't remember if they actually finished it in the. They get kicked out uh, and they okay, finish and it. they take it to the room and and, re- and, then, and replicate it with. Uh, that's it on the chessboard. Okay, so, so they, they have so a late night match. Yep, in a in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, then and then that is relocated to Clayton's uh, bedroom, basically. Well, not bedroom, but his hotel room. His hotel suite. Um, um, we should mention that Dudek is a uh, a national from an un specified soviet, soviet. block uh yep. country yes because his entourage has the uh uncomfortable generic soviet uh hi i am how you say a russian guyovich yeah it's yeah. a lot of bad well it's a lot of bad uh accents and they're all very different bad accents oh yeah they're different bad accents yes. and and they don't maintain the same bad accent consistently yeah it's a mess um but uh, but so so they uh, they have this match and uh, Dudek uh, wins. Yes. And Clayton uh, after Dudek leaves and is like, hey, you know, don't. It's not a big deal. You're late. It's been drinking. Get some rest. It'll be a great match tomorrow. <laughs> You've been late. It's been drinking. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. And uh, and so and Clayton smashes his hearing aid. 
yeah. and basically is having a clear like some kind of nervous he's having breakdown. some sort of psychotic break it's like yeah. it's like the thing earlier was an acid trip and now he's having a flashback it's, it's right. such a weird because he has like thing. this flashback to the nightmare and all of that and that's clearly meant to be his motivation of like he's he's been panicking about fight like playing this guy and right. he's you and know. now he's lost to him. Right. Um, in an, it's not. It's a non-sanctioned thing. So far, they're the only two that know about it. Right. But I think he's just scared that he will lose. Yeah. It's basically psyching him out. And yeah. so he gets so bent out of shape over it. Uh, he thinks about the machine that, like, this garbage disposal that they walked by when they were sneaking back into the hotel. That's where he learned about it. Yeah. yeah. When they were sneaking back And in. so then he uh, sneaks into uh, Dudek's room and mm-hmm. gets his his uh flight case and and stuffs it, it full up. of stuff yep. and right and basically gets to meet him and has him write a letter for him under false pretenses yeah, tells him that he has he knows a, a he met a girl in yeah. dudek's home country yeah girl troubles can and you write can this you write this me? in your in your in your na- uh language right you know because i don't speak your language um and then he shoves him in the garbage disposal right and then the note is meant to be like him saying, I'm so sorry, and then he, he runs right. off. Because he also booked a ticket in Dudek's name to Mexico City and right. bought, called a cab and tried what he, to... What he wants to, uh, the, the police to believe is that he, that Dudek uh, was running away from this match. And right. then he fell into the garbage disposal and he, and he just slipped and fell into the garbage disposal right. and was crushed up. Um, and... It turns out that he did not die when he fell into this garbage uh, compactor. Right. Uh, we later find is due to a dead man switch. Yes. Um, so uh, the uh, the Dudek is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He needs a medication. Well, he's a diabetic, so he needs his regular medication. His regular medication. Which for they, some reason, which they... they would have in the hospital. Right. There's for no s- reason, absolutely no reason, that right. they wouldn't have either his medication or an equivalent in the hospital. Right. Clayton, Clayton catches wind of it from one of uh, from a Dudek's person who used to be his who was his fiance, former fiance who hates his guts. Right. Um and now she has gone on to she's the one who set up this match between them. Right. And she and Dudek are friends. Yes. Um and she she also has a very uh, her accent is very slight. She's Bavarian, mm-hmm. I looked it up. Okay. Which is why she has that accent, but it, but she's not presented as yeah, not yeah, yeah. being from the U.S. They are not trying to present her as... Everyone's nas- nationality is very ambiguous in this. Like, is, yeah. is Clayton meant to be from the U.S.? Because he, he has a kind of a British accent, yeah, but it's, it's also like, kind of a New England-y kind of... It's, it, it's like that... that was it's it mid-Atlantic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that, it's that, was it the mid-Atlantic or transatlantic? Whatever they used to call Like, it's yeah. somewhere in that range, but it's distinctively like leaning british yes um yeah and uh and so he catches wind of it and because he has this amazing memory he uh he writes down what the stuff is right as a chat most chess grandmasters have like incredibly uh uh developed sense of memory they can like you know play a game of chess and then go elsewhere and 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 replicate replicate the game of chess exactly because their brain is so focused on remembering and regurgitating right. data. And so he swaps out uh, the medicine in uh, Dudek's uh, hotel room. Um, With something else. Poison, poison. we who assume. Knows? Yeah, right. who knows. And, uh, and so uh, Dudek dies. And um, 
Yeah. Where does he get access to this other medicine? Like, right, because they wouldn't have been able to check with pharmacies in the area for. I mean, a maybe man he of his just, description. Maybe he just put like fucking glucose in there or whatever. Maybe he just like yeah. put a bunch of sugar. in Well, he it. definitely wrote down glucose. Like, it, like when he was writing to copy it, yeah. he wrote down the stuff and then put in glucose. Like, oh. so, so it. Oh, I mean, some it's a diabetes little detail, stuff but, does involve like right. I don't. It's hard to say. I'm not. Right. Neither of us are medical professionals, and neither of us neither have neither one di- of us know enough. But diabetes, so. right? Um, well, I mean, not yet. <laughs> not hopefully. Yeah, let's knock uh, on wood. Is this wood? Yeah, I guess this is. It's a nice table. Oh, thanks. Um, oh. <laughs> just thought I'd get that on the podcast. Yeah, it's real important. Um, <laughs> so but, he dies this is a interesting note uh this is the only uh colombo where colombo is present for the death yes um this really? is the only one in the entire series so he is in well that's the, good because it's real uncomfortable it is real he's in the room and, and uh the guy is having this episode as a reaction to whatever has been injected into him and he dies yeah. he doesn't actually ever regain consciousness uh, enough to identify yeah, they Clayton. they have the pads out and they are trying to resuscitate him by yep. yeah jump starting his heart and it does not work. Yes, uh, this is uh, and then they later figure out that basically Columbo learns uh, while he is uh, staring at the machine um, and his dog kind of gets in the way. Right, that the uh, the maintenance is... guys tell him like no, there's a dead man switch. Like your dog would have been fine. Yeah, if you if if the machine is on and something falls into it, the machine turns off. Right, and so Columbo then shows up while uh, Clayton has got is running an exhibition where he's playing against like ten people at once. Yeah, and gets him riled up, and then takes him back down to so much that he loses a che- a chess match in two moves. Yeah, which is uh, impressive. It's I mean so. Again, a little bit of research before we did this. It's called the the fool's mate, and oh. it is the quickest way you can lose a game of chess. It's in two moves, and so it's like this is a specific thing. Wow! So, but it, but it's like so stupid that you would basically have to try to do it. Right. Like it's not it's not something that you would necessarily fall into. You couldn't do it on accident. No, and like it it definitely is like I was trying to show that he's shaken, and mm. it is an actual that like. One thing apparently about this is that all of the chess is very real. Okay. They spent time with actual chess people and like all of the things that he says about like prior chess events and like grandmasters who played 153 games and then the next day played like, them again exactly as they were played. Yeah. Um, no, I those, believe that that's Those real. are all real. Yeah. So, and all of the games of chess that they play are based on like famous games of chess. So like the one that they, that the two that uh, what is it? Do Do deck Do deck and Clayton play is actually based on a famous chess match. That's really cool. Um, because they just wanted it to look real. Yeah, they wanted it to look real. They wanted it to look good. And, yes, and, they, and look they were and right. look smart. It, like yeah. not look like just uh, the typical TV chess, which is just like you just see people moving stuff around. They wanted it to right. kind of look like people were actually playing. I don't know enough about chess personally to have to for that to have any. Yeah, well, I, I will say, <laughs> but I mean the the one place where I think it surfaces uh, the most where it really paid off was. 
the uh, motorcycle. Yeah, it was just when drove that by guy when yeah, that yeah. motorcycle drive when by. that when that motorcycle you know uh, let us know how much he loves his motorcycle exactly. Um, anyway, uh, no. So uh, the one place I think it paid paid off the most was when they are finishing the late night match, right? And Dudek steps him through the last couple of. So I would do this, and then you will have to do this, and then right. I would do this. It basically steps him through the next like five moves right. into checkmate, and says, and that's it. Like, and that's kind of a dick move, yeah, a little bit, a little bit at that point because I think they're both good enough chess for him to say mate in six moves, and the other guy to go, yeah, okay, yeah, like they're like they're good enough that they don't actually have to play that through. So the fact that Ca- he does counterpoint it though, is kind of a dick move. Yeah, counterpoint. Uh, that would be real boring TV. I I don't disagree, but I'm just saying like <laughs> I can understand and I can understand yeah, yeah. why this guy would be mad because this dude basically like dunked on him and then oh, yeah. just like went like I gotcha. Well, I, got I mean, you. he dunked on him and then he you. like you know gave him a back rub and was like, hey, you're just tired. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, and then he which killed. always makes me feel bitter. <laughs> and so in retaliation, he murdered him. Oh, murder justified. No, not really. Still a murder. Yeah, we're still anti-murder for the record. Yeah. I mean, I am. I can't speak for Ben. I'm not okay with it. You're not okay with it? Or you're anti-murder? I'm not okay with it. Well, that's... Okay, these aren't two... Th- are you just mean like you're generally against it, or are you anti-murder? Yeah, I'm anti-murder, Mac. Okay. What did you think I meant? I need to keep checking in with you, Ben. I don't know. Every once in a while, you kind of slip up and get a little pro murdery. so... Me? It's I ha- think it's the other way around. I think you're the one who oh, gets pro Oh, go back and... Hey, man, I'm the one that edits these things. Go back and listen to my <laughs> episodes. There's a thrill, clear through line of Ben sometimes thinks murder is fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. I'm keeping an eye on you. Yeah, you should. Oh, hey, see? That's why I think you're a murderer. <laughs> That's exactly the sort of thing I'm talking about, Benjamin. I don't I don't know what you... I don't know what you mean, Mac. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> We, I guess, so this is the second appearance of Dog. Yes. Um, this is also the second appearance of the unnamed vet. Yeah. Uh, who I think is just referred to as Doc. Right. By Colombo. <clears throat> yeah. When they when they cut back to it for the first time, he, they're playing checkers. Right. It's like, which is clearly meant as kind of a like, oh, like a see, fun, this is, yeah. yeah. This is the best he can do is checkers. They play chess, he plays checkers. Yeah. Yeah. I think Colombo probably would be good at chess, but I don't know that he has the has the I don't know that he cares enough. He cares, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's they, definitely got the mind, he just yeah. doesn't have the will. I think he kinda has other things that are a little more important to him. <laughs> like likes, catching yeah. murderers. I think catching murderers is more important to him than spending his time on chess. Not that I have anything against chess, I'm just saying like, you know. You're really trying to play it, this anti murder thing, Ben. I, I, just, I I'm just saying Colombo picked his battles okay. and you know it's no probably for the best. All right. Because uh, <laughs> he'd be a real asshole to play chess against. That's that is definitely true. He would yep. definitely lead you down a, down a blind alley. Yep, and, and I'd rather him fuck with you. I'd rather him be an asshole to murderers. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying, Mac. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah, um, I mean, just I, I one thing I will say, and we did talk about this while the movie was going. Uh, the music is really, really repetitive at this point. Yeah, it, I can tell it's like driving you up the it's wall. It's starting to drive me up the wall because it is, it is the same like twenty or so music cues mm-hmm. and over and over and over again and the same very, very uh, similar orchestration. In fact, I would venture to say that 
there are no new pieces of music recorded for any episode of Columbo yeah, outside of I, like I do think they're the same tapes. I think like unless it is something that is like featured in an episode, right? Something or some like a new like theme a composer, or something like that. Yeah, you know, like, I don't think that there has been any rather, new music since like Etude in in uh, yeah. Etude in Black, you're in black, right. Yeah. And, and that's what I meant. Is, is I think that's the last, you know, that or like if there's music on the radio or that kind of thing, like that's it. Yeah. Everything is clearly, it's been the same tapes. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-ding. <laughs> Just over and over again. And then again. what's that little thing that like the noisemaker that uh, you know the name of? I looked it up. It's the little, it's the fish. It's the musical fish that you like slide the stick oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's, a vi- yeah. there's like a vibra slap that gets played every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just the same kind of thing. There's yeah. a lot of tremolo strings. Yeah, if you've made it this far and you're actually <laughs> watching these like we are, you, you'll definitely know. Yes. Because it's all the same. And I think maybe it wouldn't be as noticeable if you weren't, like, watching these, oh, like, sort of with the intention of, like, paying attention to yeah. the way we are. If you If you were just watching them, like, every week, it probably wouldn't bother you. But the fact that it's, like... This is a thing that I am like paying attention to pretty yep. much to the exclusion of any, anything else. Yeah. And a lot of times really all you've got going on is the music because a lot of the episodes are the murderer walking around doing something right. murderous. Murdery. Yeah. And there's no dialogue, so you ju- all you have is the visuals and the music and it's just a lot of listening to this same music over and over and over again. Yeah. Dick D Bened- Benedictus? Yeah. It's uh, really not... <laughs> Listen, if it was one episode, it'd be fine. If it was just the one episode, I would be fine with it. The hey, fact that it has been the last hey, seven episodes... Right. Hey, man, maybe it'll be different in season three? I hope so. It probably you know, won't we got be, one, We got one more in season two. We'll see what happens in yeah. season three. I mean, fingers crossed, my dude, because... Chances are it's going to be another season of the same. There music. are, there is eventually. I, well, I mean, well, not, I to, assume... not to get into it, but there, there are, there are musical light motifs that occur later in Columbo sure. that are more irritating to me. We've talked about <laughs> the the fact that the theme of Columbo later is this old man. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and that is baffling. So I... we're going to hear like. A couple hundred hey, different hear? instrumentations of this Peter old Falk man. got old. I we, we just needed to remind you that he he's was, been playing this role for most of his career. But they career. started doing that in the 70s when he was like 50. He wasn't that old. Okay, I don't get it. I man. mean, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so the music is starting to, is starting to, is starting to wear on me. Um, if I'm yeah. honest, like that's like, because the rest of it I think is still great, but like, it's just so monotonous. And, yeah. and over well, and over again. Well, hearing the same music cues for everything with no variation in yeah. arrangement. Is, if it was like yeah. just themes or like this, they kind of brought some of these elements along, but it is the exact same piece. Listen, so. I understand what you're asking for, <laughs> and I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can make a theme for his dog. A dog theme? Yeah. That's all That's all anyone wants. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we covered um, the tail end of it but just that columbo leads him down to the machine and confronts yes. him but specifically 
gets him agitated enough that he rips out his hearing aid so that they well, can because, turn the machine off. To, well, they're in the machine yelling at each other, and it right. obviously would cause, if you had a hearing aid, in the of the of so it's a hearing aid of the old style. Right, where um, he's got... If like, you're not familiar, yeah. It's like it's like a cigarette pack that he's got inside his breast pocket. Yes. And then, he's, and then a and wire then to his, to to his, his ear. ear. Right. And the, these um, were kind of on the way out uh when you and i were growing up but they were yeah. still they still kind of existed but they yeah, were mostly gone into the, to yeah. the ear ones which were also pretty bad well so i mean they they moved from that to like in-ear ones that were basically like his earpiece but didn't have the it big doesn't box. have the additional thing they yeah. just kind of you know it was just in the ear or it was over the back of the ear and had like batteries in it like yeah. little watch batteries and then obviously at some point there was the cochlear cochlear i'm not sure what the actual pronunciation is but those implants where you know they just kind of drill into your head yeah 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 um but this is like a very bad unit old clearly yeah yeah well because they also establish like it being kind of on the fritz from the music when they're in the restaurant yeah there's a part where he's making a phone call and he has to adjust the thing and it starts beeping because it's too loud and there's feedback from the right uh yeah which was a real problem with those earlier ones and may still be i I don't know enough about hearing impaired people i I don't know um their current struggles um but i know that was definitely a thing with those my my grandmother had the or my great-grandmother had the inner school the inner ear yeah and it was it was one of those things where it would just start like screaming suddenly for no reason Oh, that sounds it's, atrocious. It seems like it was not very pleasant for her, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was worth it. <laughs> well, huh. I mean, she liked to hear things. No, that's fair, yeah. but I, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, so basically, you know, Columbo, uh, you know, pulls the one on him and it's like, well, you know, it, if somebody was trying to murder him, they would have turned the machine back on. Right. Uh, so the only way this lines up is if a deaf person right. tried to do it. I feel like... It's also just shows that he wasn't very thorough. Yeah. Because he should have hit that button either way. Probably. I mean, like push him in there and then just be like, go look at the, like he could have looked down at, there's a giant wheel hey, when man, it's crushing. Maybe he didn't want to like stare at somebody getting pulped. No, he wouldn't because the door's closed. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I just, I'm just saying he, he's, he's a chess master. You okay, know, but I'm saying if he, not I mean, a, he's killing a man. Sure. <laughs> so he, he should he probably make sure is. that he is doing it. I mean, yeah, but I, I, did, I never said he was a good murderer. Right. I said he was a good chessman. I think that there, he probably would have gotten away with it. Or or at the very least, he would. it would have been a lot harder for Columbo to prove. Because right. without the thing had having turned off, you know. Yeah. But I guess if he had fallen down there and then... It had been turned on. Then they would definitely know. They it was would definitely a murder. know it was a murder. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the big thing here is, is like, hey, he's he's an arrogant, yeah. self righteous ass, and that is fundamentally why he gets caught. I'm surprised they didn't grind up that dude. Yeah, like, the, like when he fell in, they're like, oh, he's not dead. They pulled him out, and I'm like, how did how they? Did that, how right. did that happen? Wouldn't they like come in and just like dump a bunch of trash on him and then crush him? Like I like. I guess they maybe they check it in the like morning or there's some fell sort of out in the bottom or like the thing or... well it could be the dead man switch like turns a light on or something I don't know it didn't though no it clearly did not <laughs> on the panel the, that they in the used. panel or yeah there was no yeah. light like if that was an element then they didn't they didn't show it so. yeah I don't know but uh but I yeah um I yeah I I don't think it's a 
I don't think there are any like hard turns on this one. It no. it it feels a little like um, uh, what what was it a stitch in Stitch and Crime? Yeah, Stitch and Crime. The, I was the, gonna say Time, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> the the one we just watched. Yes. Uh, yeah, it has a little bit of that kind of like just because he survives and he's in the hospital and it's that like there's a little bit of that right. raw tension yeah. up to the point you know because I I think that there's less tension though for this yeah, yeah, one yeah. because for he's sure. not like conscious he's always unconscious yeah. and I think I think as an audience we kind of know that he's gonna die because like it's it's very like because it's a murder show it's a murder show so yeah i just meant it in terms of like coming on the heels of that last one that's true you know there was a little in there and if if that wasn't intentional in kind of how they ordered the um the episodes in this season it's hard to know because they definitely weren't filmed in the order that they were presented and they weren't they weren't filmed with the idea of having like a continuity or building in any no of course not um but it's a it's a nice touch i will say it's a it's a it, it, it's a happy coincidence hmm. because I I drew that parallel, even though I agree I didn't feel the same tension, but it had that little bit of role, and then it was like, oh no, he definitely he did. But that doesn't feel like sort of samey to you to have essentially the same kind of gimmick twice in a row. I mean, it it didn't because he died because he didn't. Wake, yeah, because he, he didn't, didn't survive. Yeah. He didn't wake up. You know, it was just the like dude trying to figure out like, well, how am I going to murder him when everybody's looking at him. Right, and that and the the Leonard Nimoy one was more. How am I not going to murder? Yeah, how am I going going to to unmurder him? him? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it's the very. It's probably I think probably the only Columbo that includes an unmurdering. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know that for certain, but I would guess that it's it's real good. It's a real good one. Yeah, Um, Uh, yeah. uh, Go back, go back and watch a Stitch and Crime. (laughs) Yeah, for real, Stitch and Crime is real solid. Let's watch that one again. Yep. Um, I thought this was an okay episode. I thought it was solid. Other, you yeah. know, per- solid performances. I, Russian accents aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's just like after after you get like two minutes of that, you're like, okay, I just have to not yeah. think about that. There's one dude who is not doing an accent at all. Like, oh, the doctor, the, the train, like trainer. Yeah, yeah. Not the, he's not the doctor. He's the trainer. Oh, okay. Like the, the guy there. So Columbo is meeting with the coach, right? And also this other blonde-haired glasses guy who okay. identifies himself as the trainer. Okay, and he's not the doctor. He's not the doctor. Right. Okay. But he does not have an accent, that near yeah. as I can tell. He yeah, just does not appear to be doing one. <laughs> I, I guess he just figured, I only have like a couple of lines, so fuck it, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, and maybe he's a... More credit maybe to he him. Is a, he is a trainer or a trainer that they hired in yeah, the U.S., knows? but it's, yeah, it's... I, it's unclear, but I'm <laughs> relieved it was not an additional butchered soviet accent it's interesting that there isn't any like defector talk because this seems like this would have been like ripe for the idea of like soviet defect like when he runs away like why isn't he like it's oh he was defecting and then he was attacked like to me that seems like a much more cold war cold war like if you're gonna bring in like i don't know why he has to be from the eastern bloc you know, for this, te- other I, than like, I guess, because chess, I guess, because like Kasparov and like yes. that, that kind of like, exactly, uh, yeah, East versus West tech, uh, I think chess. that's exactly why, but I because think like early, ha- having, having like that, uh, the defection thing in there would have really added to that flavor, and I don't know, it would have been interesting. Well, but so remember when, uh, when, when Clayton's getting swarmed, uh, early on by, uh, 
it's by like the, reporters. The second scene in the film. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the film, yeah. Uh, yeah, after he's sweating in his robe. Um, right. Uh, they ask him about, you know, that's basically where they give us the exposition of like, oh, you're only, you know, world champion because Dudek got sick and retired. Yeah. And, and that's he very made clear, some very crack about patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. That's not very how patriotic. Much, yeah. Like how much you love your country, you know, some kind of garbage like that. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, you sound British though. And yeah. And you're in the States. So it's, what? Yeah. It's a little, it is there. They're, they're but the, it's clearly meant to be the, like, it's, it's Rocky four. Okay. It's Rocky four. Right. Or it's, yeah. it, and it is interesting to think that there was a time when chess was this, was covered like this. Oh yeah. Like, like we look at it now and it seems like, oh, that's not a real thing. People didn't cover chess like it was the most important sport in the world, but they definitely did. Oh yeah, like for real. That that the, there was a time when chess was like a big deal, and who was the best at chess? The East or the West was like a serious rivalry. Mm-hmm. The way that like, uh, well, because if you think about or, it, or well, anything right? Like that. But because it was an intellectual pursuit, in the same way, like it's like the space race. Yeah, like it's the same kind of thing. Like there was very much a like, well, we got to beat them to this. We got to be the best. Yeah, and and that's why. And it's like, oh, well, our guy is the smartest guy in the world, basically. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what it got us <laughs> other than bragging rights. Nothing. Yeah, yeah it got nothing us nothing. really. Um, a lot of very weird, angry uh, men yeah. like, like Bobby Fischer. Just a lot of fucking cranks. <laughs> I'd be a crank, too. Yeah. Yeah. If, you had if just that's tra- like my entire life. And you just trained your brain to do this very one specific thing and, yeah. and to the expense of all yeah. social skills and... and everything else mm-hmm. yeah yep uh, um yeah <laughs> <laughs> dueling us perfect uh no i i don't know uh yeah i'm with you in that like i, I think it's a fine episode it's not it's not one of the best i enjoyed it certainly um yeah yeah other than that i i'm surprised be- honestly that we have gone a half an hour and neither of us have brought up fashion oh no i was getting oh there, is that where we're about to there's some about real important okay. stuff because because the <laughs> first actual like not the creepy i mean we've talked about the bathrobe that's fashion yeah uh, that's that's hardly that's that counts a, that's trust a me digression. It counts. okay it counts. All, right, all right um but uh but the first like outfit that clayton shows up in is the most atrocious mismatching of shit. That's is the report talking to reporters out there. Yeah, because it's and, and here's why because he's got like that gigantic '70s shirt collar. Yep. And then the jacket is like super narrow lapels. Yep. And so the proportions are so jacked up, and he's got like, a he's got a red tie with silver. Uh, yeah, it's paisley. Yeah. It's it's silver paisley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, the, shiny, it, shiny. Yeah, but just the proportions alone are enough to just ruin that whole yeah, outfit. Exactly. And then he's got those same slacks on that he had <laughs> yeah, in the first scene, right? In he the was, terry he cloth just, like, robe. Basically, put on this shirt and yeah. and left his hotel room. Yeah, he's like, I give up. <laughs> um, but then I sleep in these right. slacks are so comfortable, I can yeah. even sleep in them. Mm, yeah, they were probably polyester, and that's <laughs> certainly how they were sold. Um, and then, uh, I mean, there's a couple of, you can spot some junk like that in it. Um, the biggest thing, it's really like the standout pieces were that because I saw it and went, oh, like it was bad enough that I wanted to comment on how bad it was. Yeah. And then uh, and then the other thing that was like his low rent Carl Sagan look that was the majority of the episode, which is he has a tan corduroy suit and it's got, uh, it's got a... Um, uh, 
I'll get there. Um, it's <laughs> got a ticket pocket, and then it's got piping on mm-hmm. uh, the back half of the collar and then on the flaps for all of the pockets, uh, which is kind of a curious. And then he's wearing, you know, just like a chocolate brown roll neck under it. So, again, very Carl Sagan kind of kind of thing. Um, and those, it, it's still a little janky as far, you know, if I'm nitpicking proportions and all, but it's like way better than the other stuff that he was wearing. And other than that, there's not really any like standout. Yeah, this, I mean, as far as fashion goes, everybody was wearing just 70s yeah. suits. Like it's not nothing like uh, there but, wasn't any high fashion stuff. We didn't have any of mm-hmm. like the, the, the Blythe Dannery sort of like weird tennis right. jumpers or yeah, yeah. anything like that. Any it was, of the cool stuff. No, I mean, because we're dealing with a bunch of people involved in chess. chess. So they're all very conservatively dressed, like almost all of the right. time. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there's not a lot, but like, those are the two there's things that, that really some, left got, out. Some guys me. in jumpsuits, basically. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, the guys who are like working the trash. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and the cabbie. Yep. Back when cabbies had like uniforms. Was that a uniform? He had like a, like a little kind of cabbie uniform or maybe it was just, maybe it was just No, he had generic. like a windbreaker jacket on. Yeah, was like, that, yeah. I think that was the cabbie uniform. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or certainly probably. that was the television cabbie yeah. uniform. But yeah, um, other than that, I don't think there's really anything. He had the cabbie I, I, hat. That's that's the most oh, yeah. important part. Well, I mean, that's how you know he's a cabbie, That's how you know right? he's a cabbie. Yeah. That and or his atrocious uh, Bronx accent. Yeah, right? yeah, because all L.A. cab drivers are from, from New York. Of course. For some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you leave New York to go get a, to go drive a taxi right, to go drive a LA. car around in a completely different city tired that you of driving didn't grow up in. driving this cab or pushing this cab around new york i might yeah. head out strike out west <laughs> seek my fortune right with the cabs of la hey at least they made it to la hey that's something they could have gotten waylaid in kansas i guess i yeah. don't know yeah anyway um yeah it was uh it was a pretty decent episode so it was okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I think the dream sequence is weird, and it, I don't it, I don't, it don't feel like uh, I kind of almost nodded out at one point during it. It's not a very it's not a very propulsive episode. Sure, it doesn't like really like okay for... he, as a as a as a villain. This guy is competent, but not interesting particularly because he doesn't have like the edge. Yeah, there's not a lot of nuance to it. He doesn't really have like. Uh, the charm he does right. like he doesn't really have the sort of stuff that you want from someone who spend who is in 90 of percent of the episode right like he's not really that interesting to look at a lot of the time he's angry or he's squinting or he's making that uh middle slider david carradine david, and Car- david carradine face like yeah. he's he's very blah to look at i yeah. think for most for most of the thing or just to to experience i think he's competent now but he's just not given a lot there's a great moment where uh where colombo has this uh proto pager and yes. then he calls the doctor and uh <laughs> and and you get to hear him be like oh so he's gonna make it oh great and you watch uh clayton's face yeah. uh as he's just like freaking out and then it's of course colombo talking to the vet about his dog who has unspecified Right. Well, I mean, he had... He uh, had something in his ear, but what was he doing? Why it was, was he... foxtails. He had foxtails in his ear. Right, but why was he in trouble at the vet? I think I don't, I don't I think that had to have been Columbo. That had to oh, have no, been it, a lie. Yeah, it was... It was completely 100% a lie. It was absolutely Columbo just fishing. There was nothing wrong with his dog to throwing at that him point, off. I right. don't think. But, but that's a great moment because you yeah. get to see everything play out on Clayton's face, and then Columbo turn around like nothing happened. And it's just a great, you know... 
it's a nice little dig. There, are, I mean, there are good little moments, but I think from the most, for the most part, it's not the most interesting. I didn't say it was the most interesting. <laughs> I just said it was an adequate episode. You said it was amazing, Ben. You said this was your favorite episode of the season so far. Sure, that's exactly what I said. Uh, when I and check the tape, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let me let you'll me run just, it back. You'll Hold just on. dub your voice Hold over on a second. Me. Let me just run it back, and we'll we'll replay it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Uh huh. This was the most amazing episode yet. And there, people just heard it. People just yeah. heard you say it. They heard you say it. No, they didn't. No, yeah. that was absolutely your voice. Are Check. you telling me you're going to dredge through other episodes and splice it out? No, I don't have that much energy, Ben. I'm going to go back and find the real thing that you really said when you said that this was the best episode of the series so far. That is not what I said. It's 100% what happened. People judge it with their own ears. We're done here. I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this week. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ben. It's a little, a little contentious, but... Uh, you know, that's the way it, that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, so this has been Columboys. I am Mac. I'm Ben. And uh, oh, just uh, one more thing. Oh yeah. Uh, hmm, I can't. I can't quite read. Could you read? I can't quite read my own handwriting here. What does this say? Uh, this was the most amazing episode yet. Thanks, folks. Goodbye. This has been Columboys. Hey. Aha. Columboys is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at MacJ and at DandyGeek. The Columboys theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. Thanks for listening.